Welcome to the Workplace Minute, powered by H3 HR Advisors and sponsored by Paychex, one of the leading providers of HR, payroll, retirement, and software solutions for businesses of all sizes. My name's Steve Bowes. The next frontier in the return to office battle, relocating existing employees. Companies may need to spend up to $97,000 per employee on relocation assistance to get their workers back to the office, the Wall Street Journal recently reported. Companies are desperate to get workers back into the office, and some may be willing to spend tens of thousands of dollars on relocation benefits to do just that, the journal reported. Businesses like Chevron and Walmart now require some new hires to go into the office after the pandemic forced many companies to adopt remote work policies, according to the reporting. In turn, companies are willing to pay their employees to relocate. The hiring platform ZipRecruiter noted there were 3.8 million recent job listings that mentioned relocation assistance, whereas fewer than 2 million job postings mentioned the perk back in 2020. And 75% of job listings on Indeed now mention relocation benefits, according to the journal. But relocation doesn't come cheap. Moving a new hire can cost $19,000 for a renter and up to $72,000 for a homeowner. ARC Relocation, a service that helps companies relocate workers, said it's even more expensive for companies to relocate current employees, up to $24,000 for a renter and up to $97,000 for a homeowner. The biggest cost, the relocation company said, comes from realtors who are hired to help employees buy and sell their homes. A realtor commission for an average home can be as much as $21,000. Relocation assistance can also subsidize the cost of packing and shipping household possessions, as well as several months of rent for company housing, according to the journal reporting. Appian, a cloud computing company based in Virginia, paid 109 remote workers who joined the company over the last three years to relocate to Virginia, and one worker told the Wall Street Journal that he was satisfied with the relocation offer. We are still believers in in in-person work, CEO of Appian, Matt Calkins, said to the Wall Street Journal. Relocation assistance is just one way companies are hoping to get workers back into the office. Earlier this month, J.P. Morgan executives told senior managers they will pursue corrective action if they don't go into the office at least three days per week. And in March, Elon Musk, the CEO of Twitter, told employees that the office is not optional, less than a year after he told employees at Tesla to find new jobs if they refuse to return. Many remote employees aren't happy with these mandates. In March, Amazon, for instance, rejected an internal petition signed by around 30,000 employees to protest the company's new return-to-office mandate. Some even worry that going back to the office could make them less productive and hurt their work-life balance. While some sectors of the economy are showing signs of a slowdown and potentially reductions in staff, Employees in these industries may feel they have less negotiating power to continue to be fully remote workers or in hybrid working arrangements than were begun during the pandemic era. But some organizations and their leaders must really believe that in-person working is valuable enough to risk some employees electing to pursue jobs elsewhere or even pay for expensive relocation packages to bring workers back into offices and back to in-person work. It seems like the push and pull between employees and leaders on these issues will continue for the foreseeable future. That's it for the Workplace Minute, powered by H3HR Advisors.